Making sure a business thrives is challenging, but sometimes the solution can lie right in the numbers. Uh, specifically, 37,000, 25, and 1. Now, these aren't just figures. They're a gateway to more visibility and decisive control in your business. Let's start with 37,000. That's the amount of businesses who've embraced NetSuite by Oracle, the ultimate cloud financial system revolutionizing accounting, financial management, HR, and beyond. And 25? That's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do everything from accelerating financial closures to slashing operational costs. And every business is unique, making yours the one that matters. NetSuite offers tailored solutions to amplify your key performance indicators, all consolidated within one streamlined platform. Ready to optimize? Download NetSuite's coveted KPI checklist, engineered to elevate your performance consistently, absolutely free. Visit netsuite.com slash cbs now. That's netsuite.com slash cbs. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, a terror plot stopped. The new information after investigators say they uncovered a Hamas plan in Europe. But we're learning about the heightened security at Jewish sites. The disturbing details of the thwarted attack and the concern tonight that the conflict in Gaza is spreading to other countries. Heavy rain and snow in the forecast, the stormy weekend ahead for early holiday travelers. Definitely one more thing to worry about during a stressful time. New hope for a morning sickness cure, the discovery that could help hundreds of thousands of pregnant women. This is the future. 35 miles here off the coast of New York, this giant wind turbine is now generating electricity but the industry is also facing major headwinds. The snow falling in Florida, absolutely magical. And an army of volunteers brings holiday cheer to families of America's fallen heroes. It's like that entire country is cheering for us. Good evening, I'm Nora O'Donnell, and thank you for being with us on this Thursday night. And we begin with the fresh warnings from President Biden to Israel that it is time to scale back the war in Gaza and, quote, be more careful to protect civilians. We've got more on that new message in just a moment. But first, the world is on alert amid growing fears of terror attacks inspired by the Israel-Hamas war. We've got important new information tonight about the suspected terror plots against Jewish targets in Europe that were foiled. Seven people were arrested by police, and this is the first sign that the war in Gaza may be spreading beyond the region. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said the suspects were acting on behalf of Hamas. The arrests come just one day after a senior Hamas official called for violence against Americans everywhere. And the FBI in just the last couple days warning of a heightened threat of lone actors 
targeting large holiday gatherings right here in the U.S. Got a lot to get to, and CBS's Charlie Daggett will start us off tonight from Tel Aviv. Good evening, Charlie. Good evening to you, Nora. Security is being ramped up tonight in parts of Europe. Denmark announcing higher police patrols and Jewish sites in Copenhagen. The Danish prime minister saying the threat is as serious as it gets. The accusation tonight that those terror suspects have direct ties to the same militant group Israeli forces have been battling since the October 7th massacre that killed more than 1,200 people here. German anti-terror teams say they arrested three men in Berlin, while police in the Netherlands detained a suspect in Rotterdam, all accused of being long-standing Hamas members connected to its military wing. Denmark also announcing arrests, although it's not clear whether they're connected. Following raids, prosecutors say the suspects plan to store weapons in Berlin for possible attacks against Jewish targets in Europe. Danish intelligence officials saying today the investigation revealed a network of people preparing a terrorist act. On social media today, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu posted, law enforcement agencies arrested seven terrorists acting on behalf of Hamas and thwarted an attack, the goal to kill innocent civilians on European soil. And based on my experience, when uh, the agency or the Mossad is knocking on the door of a country in the middle of the night, you say, hey, guys, we have a problem over here. Everybody is cooperating like in a minute. I don't want to rush into conclusion, but no doubt that this plot was a serious one. Elevated terror threats, not just here in the Middle East or in Europe. FBI Chief Christopher Wray addressing a Senate briefing earlier this month. I've never seen a time where all the threats, or so many of the threats, are all elevated, all at exactly the same time. Underlining the urgency of those arrests today, German authorities say the suspects taken into custody not only had ties to Hamas militants, they were acting under the direct orders of militant leaders. Nora? It's important context. Charlie Daggett, thank you so much. Well, tonight we have new reporting about how long Israel's intense fighting against Hamas in Gaza could last as the rift between the U.S. and Israel grows. President Biden just this afternoon urging Israel to, quote, be more careful. And this just in, our own Margaret Brennan asking a senior administration official if, if the death of Hamas leader Yahya Sinwar, the mastermind of the October 7th terror attack, is necessary for the end of the conflict. She was told it's safe to say his days are numbered. CBS's Rami Innocencio reports tonight on the new timeline for the war. In a shattered school, Israel's military said it killed many militants in intense fighting in the past day, hailing the surrender of about 70 alleged Hamas fighters. In the south, Israeli strikes leveled homes and killed dozens in Rafah and Khan Yunus. One survivor said they're children. Today's deaths adding to the more than 18,000 killed, according to Gaza's health ministry run by Hamas. President Biden weighed in. I want them to be focused on how to save civilian lives, not stop going after Hamas, but be more careful. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan in Israel today pressed Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on a timeline. Two U.S. officials tell CBS News Israel's current phase of its offensive should be completed in two to three weeks, followed by lower levels of bombing for several months. 
On Israeli TV, Mr. Netanyahu said, I told our American friends we're more determined than ever until Hamas is eliminated. He's playing a game, a political game. Look at me, I'm standing up to American pressure. Alon Pincus is Israel's former consul general in New York. What future pressure will the U.S. apply? Refrain from a veto vote at the U.N. Security Council. There are several uh, uh, courses of pressure that the U.S. can apply. One of those are these frequent uh, visits. As Israel's president in Tel Aviv marked the last night of this year's Festival of Lights, the country still hopes for a miracle, the return of more than 100 hostages still held in captivity. And while the U.S. and Israel are working together towards another phase of hostage releases, the two do not agree on who will govern Gaza after this war is over. Nora. Ramey and Asensio, thank you. Back here at home, we learned today that a 13-year-old Ohio boy is under arrest, accused of plotting a mass shooting at a synagogue. The court documents reveal the young teenager, identified as J.R. because of his age, posted detailed plans on the social media platform Discord about carrying out an attack at a temple Israel, a temple Israel in Canton, Ohio. The suspect is charged with inducing panic and disorderly conduct. Tonight, former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani's defamation trial is now in the hands of a jury. Giuliani opted not to testify in the case brought by two former Fulton County, Georgia election workers, Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss. He's already been found liable for defaming the women with false claims that they engaged in election fraud. The two women are seeking nearly $50 million in damages. In a New York City courthouse, a jury is deciding the fate of Marvel film star actor Jonathan Majors. The 34-year-old is accused of assault and harassment by his now former girlfriend. CS Adrika Duncan reports tonight from outside the courthouse in Lower Manhattan. Jonathan Majors walked into a Manhattan courtroom where his attorney, in her closing argument, accused Majors' ex-girlfriend Grace Jabari of being the aggressor. Surveillance video from the March alleged assault appears to show Majors shoving Jabari into a black Escalade. What was never captured on video, the moments beforehand in which Jabari testified she grabbed Majors' phone after seeing a text message from another woman. Jabari says Majors assaulted her, leaving a cut behind her ear and a fractured finger. Another video viewed by jurors shows Jabari running after Majors following the alleged assault. The next day, Majors called 911 saying he found Jabari unconscious in their shared Manhattan apartment. She's naked from the um, uh, bottom down. Uh, she has a sweatshirt on. Uh, she's my ex-partner. Um, broke up. I came back. Shortly after that, Majors was arrested. Majors, a rising Hollywood star with recent roles in the Marvel franchise in Creed 3, pleaded not guilty to misdemeanor assault and harassment charges. In court, prosecutors argued Majors was abusive throughout the relationship and shared audio Jabari recorded in September of last year. Then how dare you come home drunk and disturb the peace of our house? My temper, my my travel block, all that, all that said, right? I'm not saying I'm a great man. A great man. The jury will continue deliberations tomorrow. Now, Majors did not take the stand, but in a moment that stunned the courtroom, Nora, her, his attorney, his defense attorney, began to cry as she was giving her closing argument, saying to the jurors, end this nightmare for Jonathan Majors. Interesting. Drika Duncan, thank you. 
Well, now to the weather with major storms forecast for the entire East Coast this weekend across 15 states, including right here in Washington. Let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. Some very blustery weather from Florida all the way through New England over the next several days. Heavy rain from the Keys in South Florida all the way through Jacksonville. Some areas here could see three to five inches of rain. That, of course, may lead to some flood issues across multiple states. All the large areas from Miami to Tampa to Orlando could see flooding rain. That's just the beginning of our issues, however. Low, strong low developing here in the Gulf of Mexico, intensifying along the East Coast. Very rainy, very windy, and even some snow to end as a secondary very low forms over the Atlantic Ocean. What does that mean? Appears a very heavy rain, and this could last, Nora, right through Monday or Tuesday of next week. Mike Bettis, thanks. Tonight, an important new medical discovery to tell you about. For many pregnant women, morning sickness is debilitating and a painful part of what is normally one of the most joyous times in your life. In fact, two-thirds of women feel nauseous during pregnancy. As CBS's Janet Shamlian shows us, we may now know the cause, sparking hopes for a treatment. They call it morning sickness, but it can happen any time of day. In pregnancy, it's nausea and vomiting, generally in the first trimester. But what causes it has been mostly speculation until now. It's a single hormone called GDF-15, according to a new study in the journal Nature. How can the findings help treatment for women who experience this? We can both increase it, this hormone, prior to pregnancy to desensitize women and prevent it. Another mechanism is to lower the hormone during pregnancy. Faso, who's been studying this for 20 years, was so sick with her second pregnancy, she had a miscarriage. Moms like Amy Schumer and Kate Middleton have been public about their struggles with a rare but more severe form of morning sickness that can lead to malnutrition, weight loss, dehydration, and even death. How badly did you feel? I felt pretty rough in the mornings. I was on the floor in the bathrooms, really just trying to get through the mornings and sometimes the middle of the afternoons, depending on when it was. Sarah Bellin has been sick with both of her pregnancies and was hospitalized twice for dehydration. Yeah. You ready? She's hopeful the study's findings can help women like herself. It would make things a lot better for women. During a really stressful, hard time, you're already tired, and it's one less thing to have to worry about. There are clinical trials underway for drugs that block the hormone, but those are for illnesses. They are not for pregnancy. That said, researchers are hoping to start testing soon treatment for the most serious cases of morning sickness. Nora? That's hopeful for many people. Janet Chamley, and thank you. Well, more good news tonight about the U.S. economy. Mortgage rates dropped below 7% for the first time in four months. The cost of a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage dropped for seven straight weeks now after hitting a 23-year high in October. Rates are expected to keep dropping as the Federal Reserve cuts interest rates next year. Turning now to one of the fastest-growing industries in the country, offshore wind farms. In tonight's Eye on America, we travel to one of the newest projects in the Northeast, which could power tens of thousands of homes. But as CBS's Ben Tracy reports, the industry faces some major headwinds. 35 miles off the coast of Long Island, this 800-foot-tall wind turbine is making history. This is actually generating power for New York right now. Yes, it is. Power from the first turbine is, has come to the grid. That power travels through an undersea cable in underneath this beach, where it then connects to the grid on Long Island. 
So this is basically a massive extension cord? Yeah, you could call it that, a 78-mile extension cord. David Hardy is CEO of Orsted Americas, the company building New York's first offshore wind farm. 12 turbines that will generate 132 megawatts of power. For those that don't speak energy, that's uh, 70,000 homes. This is a first, this is a milestone. Roughly two dozen other offshore wind farms were planned along the East Coast, generating clean power to replace dirty fossil fuels. This project near Massachusetts' Martha's Vineyard is about to come online. But inflation, rising interest rates, and supply chain issues have now made several others too expensive to build. Orsted canceled two wind farms off New Jersey and is reconsidering two others. Do you think in some ways it was overly optimistic? Probably in some ways we, we, we were too optimistic on some things and we got caught on the wrong end of, of some of these macro trends. The projects were key to President Biden's goal of 30 gigawatts of offshore wind power by 2030, enough to power more than 10 million homes. Analysts now predict the industry will build less than half that. We still see a, a large growth opportunity for offshore wind over the long term. It's just its trajectory is going to be on a longer and flatter incline than I think first envisioned by a lot of the East Coast states. You've got some of the best winds in, in the world here. David Hardy says building an industry this complex is not easy, but it's essential to a clean energy future. We're just at the beginning of something that could be really, really big and needs to be successful. For Ion America, Ben Tracy, CBS News, Long Island. Just fascinating. All right, Coca-Cola recalls hundreds of cases of some of its most popular sodas. What consumers need to know next. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great-tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. We're learning for the first time of a scary incident on a runway in Colorado. This video is new tonight. Federal investigators say... Last year, a JetBlue pilot took off too quickly to avoid a head-on crash on a runway. Well, the pilot pointed the nose of his plane up quicker than normal, causing the tail to clip the runway and causing damage. The planes were more than two miles apart when it happened. Investigators say poor communication by the crew of the other plane contributed to the incident. Now to this consumer alert, Coca-Cola has recalled nearly 2,000 cases of Diet Coke, Sprite, and Fanta Orange because they could contain foreign material. The recalled 12 packs were sold in Alabama, Florida, and Mississippi. Coca-Cola says the recalled soda has been pulled from shelves, but customers who may have the recalled products at home are urged to throw them out. We've got more information on the product numbers on cbsnews.com. A major commuter train line is stopped in its tracks by, what? 
a runway bowl? That's next. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you ask some New Jersey commuters why they were late to work today, you can plainly see their excuse is bull. You heard that right. A runaway bull ran into the commuter train tracks in Newark across the Hudson River from Manhattan. Well, NJ Transport posted a photo of the Longhorn Bull on social media. Service was delayed for about 45 minutes before it was corralled and taken to a nearby animal sanctuary. No word yet on where this bull came from. Well, spreading holiday cheer to the children and spouses of fallen service members. That's next. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Edu slash podcast. Finally, tonight it's an annual holiday trip filled with joy and tears for the loved ones of our fallen military heroes. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas reports from Orlando on a charity celebrating the families of those who sacrificed for their country. Based on all these smiles, you may not know that the holiday season can be quite difficult for the families here. Christmas was... Um one of the favorite holidays. When he passed, I didn't care anything about Christmas. He was her husband, Army Sergeant Brendan Scallon, who died in 2015. The Gary Sinise Foundation Snowball Express understands. It throws a massive party each December to give families of fallen heroes a reason to celebrate together. Here, they feel normal. And so I feel, it's a relief. Behind that happiness is an army of volunteers who help make all of this fun free for more than 1,800 spouses and children. Corsinthia Williams and her girls, Georgia and Jacqueline, who lost Timothy Williams in 2018, are here for the second time. They get to just step into a world where they get to be kids and experience wonder and magic is something that I will be forever grateful for. 
it helps me meet new people who understand what I've been through because people at back home, they don't understand. Like, they haven't had a similar loss. Nothing can replace that loss, but this is a reminder that there can still be joy. And while Bohorquez, CBS News, Orlando. We should always remember military families. And thanks to Gary Sinise, otherwise known as Lieutenant Dan. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.